Uh, today, we're announcing 32 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the total number of confirmed cases in Nova Scotia to 549. There are currently nine individuals in hospital, four of them uh, in, remain in the ICU. Uh, 137 people now have recovered and considered to be their infection, COVID-19 infection resolved. We now have 17,419 Nova Scotians who have been tested but with negative results. Uh, so as I've said in previous briefings, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a good story as far as I'm concerned. We were testing lots of people. Uh, the vast majority of people are testing negative uh, and we have the appropriate steps in place to deal with people who test positive. Uh, and, and again, thank you to the lab. Uh, yesterday, they tested again over uh, 800, or they tested 885 uh, tests. And so we remain uh, uh, one of the leading provinces in terms of our ability to, to uh, have a, a high throughput of, of testing for our, our citizens. I know I've been asked at yesterday uh, about my decision uh, to allow the parking lot Easter service. Uh, I wanted to address that again today because it, uh, I know that there continues to be lots of discussion uh, and criticism about my decision uh, on social media. Uh, I, I made, as I said yesterday, I made this decision when a, a group uh, uh, through their uh, local councillor uh, brought forward their request with a clear rationale. Uh, as well as uh, clear steps that were going to uh, uh, protect their, their safety while they held their parking lot service. So I approved that, I uh, gave them an exception uh, to, to my order under the Health Protection Act. I know that every, not everybody agrees with this decision, and I've, I do understand that making exceptions can create confusion. A lot of faith communities are doing virtual worship, uh, but I'm also cognizant that this may not always be possible, especially in rural areas where uh, access to internet may be more challenging. However, we all need to be creative uh, as we deal with COVID-19 in our communities and our homes, uh, including uh, practicing our faith, and, and, and many people are finding innovative ways to do that. So we're going to ask churches to and, and other faith groups to continue to do that, and going forward, drive-in church services will no longer be allowed. Uh, it's it, you know the message we had yesterday that uh, from the from the modeling that is we are at a critical point or we remain at a critical point uh, as in our uh, response to COVID-19, uh, and there are severe and serious implications from COVID-19. So it's extremely important that we continue to uh, stick with our, our strategy of, of, the, of, of all of Nova Scotians, um, sticking with the strong public health measures, uh, staying home, gathering in groups of five or less, uh, only when necessary, uh, and, only, uh, and only going out of your community for, uh, for essential shopping or, or those who are, or, are still working. The more we do this, the less will be the impact from COVID-19 and the sooner we can uh, return to normal. So I think it's really important that we stay focused on, on that, uh, on, on what's necessary uh, to get through this as, uh, uh, with the least impact and as, as soon as we can. I just want to talk about something briefly that struck me and it came, it came my way yesterday uh, uh, that uh, from, uh, from nationally from uh, around people who are, are blind or visually impaired. 
Um, they've raised the issue about uh, that that for them uh, they need that we need to be cognizant and, and the gen asking the general public to be more aware that even even though generally we're asking people to practice social distancing uh, uh, and and be careful uh, if when you're out about in public that uh, while many people who are blind or, or visually impaired are very independent but there may be circumstances where they actually need help from somebody that may require uh, somebody breaking that rule around around social social distancing. So I ask people to just be cognizant of uh, that, that, uh, that if there is somebody who's visually impaired who looks like they need help, please offer your help. Even if that does mean you have to break that social distancing, that's okay uh, on, the, on those circumstances. Uh, doing it in a way that, uh, you know, through uh, respecting hand washing, minimal, uh, minimal uh, 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 touching uh, each other, um, even trying to avoid getting face to face. But if somebody needs a, a hand on their elbow or, or just a voice to help them, please offer that. And this is not just for, for the, 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 the visually impaired uh, or the blind community. We have to understand there are many people in our communities with a range of disabilities uh, that have unique challenges when it comes to dealing with all the rules we have put in place. So it's especially important that we, uh, that we think about, and we, in the government we are doing this, we have a special focus on people with disabilities. I would ask, in, in my, in, uh, as I've asked people to do a lot around being caring, building community, that we take a particular focus as we're doing that on those uh, because of a range of whether it's physical or intellectual disabilities may need extra supports uh, and acknowledgement uh, of the challenge that they may be facing at this time.